So folks, I wanted to talk today about uh, gathering. And now I know when you gather on a Sunday, you may not be like, oh my gosh, Jesus is everywhere in here. He's, the place is dripping with him. You may not have that experience every time. I certainly do many times. But Jesus gave, gave us a promise and we can stand on it. We can take that money to the bank, metaphorical bank, and we can, we can cash that in. What does that mean? It means that I can make this act of faith that Jesus says, whenever two or three of us gather, and given the context of that, that happens, that's true anytime, any day, but especially during the Eucharist, and most especially when we celebrate that at the Mass on Sunday. Very especially, guys. It isn't just, they're just telling me what stuff to do, it's an obligation. <sighs> right, fine. Don't, don't miss it. Don't miss the presence of Jesus. If you knew, oh, guys, he appeared on Resurrection Sunday, he's going to appear next Sunday, and you knew the place, you'd be there with bells on, right? Why would I want to miss it? Why would I go, oh, they're telling me I have to come? <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to encounter Jesus, don't come. <laughs> that, would, that would be the other alternative. But if you are one of the ecclesia, if you're one of the ones who gather, it's not just a getting a get together, nice big social, yay, let's sing some songs. Like, no, we gather because Jesus is there, whether we see him with our eyeballs or not. He is there more powerfully, more grace releasingly than any other time. He does like to choose times. He chose a specific time to become incarnate. And yes, he chooses feast days, Christmas and Easter. There's more grace available on those days. I don't know if you've noticed that, but it's true. And if you experiment, you'll actually find it to be true. And there's more grace. There's more of God's presence available that we can tap into on Sundays. It's the feast day of feast days. It's our daily Sunday resurrection, uh, Easter day all over again every single week because we need it. We need all of heaven to be unleashed at least once a week into our lives. Why would we miss this? Now, I know the church says we have to go and it's on that, the basis of that commandment, one of the 10 commandments, that we, we worship God. The way we do that, the way the church decides to do that specifically is it says that every Catholic has to express their faith by coming to mass every week. And it's actually binding under sin. So for me to miss gathering without some, like I'm, I'm, I'm deathly sick or I have some obligation which is absolutely essential. For example, I have a sick child at home and I cannot possibly or I would, I would have to be negligent in my care of this child in order to go to mass. Okay, well, that, there's, those are suitable exceptions. And then if you need another exception, you could talk to your priest and say, listen, Father, this and this, may I be excused. So those are always available to us and that's the way we should approach them. But otherwise, the church says it's, it is a, the strictest of obligations. By that, the church is not trying to control us, but trying to go, guys, don't miss it. You've no idea of what's available to you. It, it is contrary to our nature as Catholics, which, by the way, it means if you're a baptized believing Catholic, you are a new creature. You're like a different, you're like from a different planet. You're not even from a different planet. You're from a whole different realm, the heavenly realm. And to disconnect yourself from the place where the heavenly realm manifests on this earth is to act completely contrary to your truest nature. So the church makes it really serious to say, guys, this is who you are. Don't miss your true nature. Don't miss the place of greatest intimacy between you and God. Now, to, to get it, if we get our focus on this and we can get our faith fired to believe that when I turn up and I've 
brothers and sisters, even if I don't really like them, or even if we really have trouble like coming together, we just sit in our own pews and we don't really talk to each other and we don't do that sign of peace before, during or after mass, there's no connection at all. Okay, that's not ideal to say the least. We should be gathered in charity, love, and we should be making an effort to connect on the human level as well as the spiritual with our brothers and sisters. But even with that not ideal situation, we can still make this act of faith and we can still be on the lookout for Jesus. So a little story, okay? At one time I was down in Jacksonville, Florida with one of our brothers. In the middle of this, this beautiful liturgy, there's this little one and at a certain point <laughs> in the mass, she turns around, there are about two or three uh, seats in front of me. She turns around and looks at me and I'm just sitting on my own in this pew. She sees me and she just has this knowing look in her eyes and she kind of gives me a little nod. She's about three. She gives me a little nod and a smile. Like, what? What? What's, what's going on? But I had a funny suspicion. I'm like, I think I might know what she's thinking. Anyway, I, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed that in the mass and yes, the families, everything was beautiful. Afterwards, they had a gathering in the church hall and there was donuts and tea and coffee and all the rest. And uh, talked to the priest and different people. And before we left, the mother of this child, she came over and said hello, asked me where I was from, all that. And she said, just before I left, uh, she said, by the way, do you see my little, my little one over here? And told me her name. She said, you might find this is really funny, but uh, she was talking to me after mass and she's pretty sure you're Jesus. I'm like, oh, oh, bless. That's so sweet. But that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, that little one, I think she thinks I'm Jesus. That's the thought that went through my head. You know, because I kind of looked that I'm like an advertisement for Jesus. So that's the point. What really struck me was this little one wasn't shocked that she saw Jesus in Mass or thought she saw Jesus in Mass. She turned around and like, oh, I've been looking for you. <laughs> Gives me a little knowing nod and she almost gave me a wink. She didn't, but if she was Irish, she would have been like, all right, Jesus, how are you? <laughs> Glad you made it. But that's, that's something of the way we should be, brothers and sisters, about the liturgy, about the mass, about Sunday, looking for Jesus. And, and even have eyes to see him, maybe not perfectly, but imperfectly reflected in, in our brothers and sisters sitting around us. We should expect to see his love and his faith. We should be looking to be edified by anything good we see or anything good in the priest or the preaching or the, the celebration. We should be, have our eyes peeled and expect him. Guys, the more we engage our faith, the more we expect to encounter him, the more we won't miss him because he doesn't shout with a loud voice. He doesn't raise his voice. He speaks with that quiet whisper that he spoke to Elijah in the cave when he came in that, that quiet whispering wind. That's how Jesus still speaks. That's how he's truly present to us in the Eucharist. He's very humble and quiet, guys, but he's really there. Let's approach with that reverence, not just the altar, not just the Eucharist and the word and the proclamation of the good news, but also our brothers and sisters where Jesus is very sneakily hidden. God bless you.